0: Daily Gazette Company presents the Parting Shots Podcast. Now, here's your host, Daily Gazette Sports Editor, Ken Shot. Thank you, Scott Geezy, and welcome to the Parting Shots Podcast. Available wherever you get your podcast. Subscribe today. Thanks for joining me from Messerink in Schenectady, New York, where Union, after getting destroyed by Cornell last Saturday in a 10 1 route. Bounces is back with a 3-1 victory and an impressive one over Yale here at Messerink on Friday night and it was a really a, a big important game for the Dutchman. We'll talk about what it means for the standings a little bit later in the podcast, but I think just for the team's psyche after what happened last Saturday, he you know, said a 10-1 route six power play goals that Cornell scored on seven attempts, which in effect was really a perfect uh, power play because Cornell scored four of those on a major penalty. And the major penalty is going to end uh, at some time without scoring goal so so in effect, Cornell had a perfect power play last week. And Union just—it was just one of those games last week. And we you know, t- discussed it in the podcast on Thursday. Uh, and I think it was important for the Dutchmen to get back to basics. And you know, they looked—you know—against Yale on Friday night. Uh, the power play. You we know, got the guy to call uh, from uh, Calmel on the power play. We'll have that in just a little bit for you. But it was more important the penalty kill. Uh, prior to that Cornell game, Union had killed 22 of the last 23, and had been really getting getting very consistent with. I mean they've been up and down all year and then the the disaster at Cornell uh, last Saturday you had to wonder where is this team's psyche I mean they've had some blowout losses this year and and as I said in the podcast some of the most of those losses yeah they sort of just gave up and you know and Josh Hodge has said several times they've been feeling they felt sorry for themselves and you know really started cheating the game that wasn't really the case last Saturday just Cornell just played the perfect uh, first period in getting those six goals but uh Tonight, uh, Friday night against Yale, Union uh, gave up five power plays and killed off all, all five power plays, limiting Yale to just four shots on goal. And in a peculiar move uh, late in the game, uh, Cullen Ferguson was called for um, hooking with um, 32 seconds left in the game. Then Yale down 3-1. to one. You would think, uh, pull your goaltender for an extra tackle. Luke Person was in the net and was still in the net. You know, as it got past a minute left in the game, which, if you think about hockey today, coaches are pulling their goaltenders three, four minutes left, trying to get a goal or two. If they're down two, they'll still you know pull the goaltender, try to at least get one. Uh, Yale didn't McKeith Lane. I don't know what his head was, uh, and he didn't pull the goaltender. And you know, Pearson went to the net when the late penalty was in play, and I thought he was going to stay there and stay on the bench and um, Yale. We'll go with the extra attacker, you giving yourself a, a two-man advantage, a six-on-four there. But Keith Lane didn't do it. He put Pearson back in, and uh, to me, I think he quit on his team. I really do. Uh, it's just maybe it was the way Union was playing defensively, Union held Yale to 16 shots on goal in the game. Uh, maybe Keith Lane just said, "Screw it, we're good. Let's, let's get, get out of here, and uh, we'll get ready for RPI on Saturday night." And Pearson just leaned back uh, in the, at the net. There, I think he was disgusting. That was just—it's just a look he had, and it's like, my coach doesn't want to win this game. At least get get a chance to try to tie, get two goals in 32 seconds. I I was in flabbergasted. You'll you'll hear from uh, Josh Halji, Union head coach, and. Uh, some of the players about the, what uh, transpired there, because I, I, we were all shocked up here in the press box. I mean, I, I don't know what, like I said, I don't know what Keith Lane was thinking, and you know, Keith Lane is probably one of the toughest quotes in college in ECAC hockey. Uh, so we didn't really, really need to talk to him because it didn't affect the outcome of the game. But still, give yourself a chance. Uh, I, I, I don't know what that Yale locker was like after the game, but. I mean, if I'm, I'm the leaders in that team, I'm, I'm wondering, what's my coach doing? And then Yale had, had it coming in here. It was coming in, good guns, good feelings. They had posted back-to-back shutouts last weekend at home against Clarkson and St. Lawrence. So, and this is, Yale's had a tough time scoring goals all year. I mean, the only goal they got uh, was a you know, turnover by Union. Uh, they midway through the third period. Cole uh, Donhauser scored. That uh, made it 2-1. to one. But, uh other than that, you know, really didn't have much and maybe that's Keith Lane just said, Yeah, so let's get out of here. We we're done. And like I said, I I I'm, I was shocked. I was shocked, but uh, it, but Union I, they needed this. They needed a game like this tonight to get rid of that bad taste in their mouths from the Cornell game. Uh, I was interested to see how they were going to come out and react. And I, I think they, they played the, uh, the, a great game. They you know, except for that maybe a little stretch there where Yale the, you know, got the goal and some you know, sloppy play and it led to a turnover and and the goal. But for the most part, uh, it was great defensive effort. Yeah, Colin, uh, Connor Murphy really wasn't tested that much. He only had to make 15 saves um, and just uh, it was a nice nice job by the Dutchman tonight and yeah you know, putting away that um, uh, that getting that bad taste out of their mouths from uh, last Saturday well let's look at the goals um, of course the last time Union and Yale played they played to a scoreless tie Through 65 minutes, and uh, Union won that uh, shootout to get the extra point uh, back in January. Uh, So, you know, we looked like the um, first period there was going to continue to be uh, some trouble scoring to maybe have a scoreless uh, first period. But uh, Union got a power play, and Cal Mel delivered on the, the power play. That's uh, Matt DuBray and uh, Brian Unger on the call. ESPN Plus uh, gave that power play goal by Bell gave Union a one nothing lead there late in the first period. Score remained that way through two periods. And then um, Nate Hanley, if you read my article uh, on him and John Prokop uh, earlier this week in the Daily Gazette and online at dailygazette.com. He's having a, a pretty good year as a freshman. Uh, leads the team in scoring. and He and Prokop could be become the third pair of Union freshmen to lead the uh, beat one Two and scoring on the team. Um, the last time it happened was 2007-2008 season with Adam Preziznik and Stefan Buolo. And it first happened in 1993-94 with Chris Ford and Troy Stevens. Well, Hanley was parked in front of the net as Cullen Ferguson took a shot and uh, Hanley redirected it home to make it 2-0. Uh, took it away from Paul, but hard to the net. The Agus was in front. could That goal came at 2:52 with a third. And as we mentioned, Don Hauser for Yale made it 2-1 with 8.34 left. But uh, Union got that one back quickly. Oh, so just excellent. And if you get a chance to go on Union's athletic uh, Twitter site, just watch it. It was a tic-tac-toe play. Uh, ben Tupker knocked down a uh, clearing attempt along the left-wing boards in the Yale zone. Uh, Nate Hanley is banging the stick, running the puck. As he's skating into the slide, he got it. And then he sent it pass down low to Josh Nixon, and Nixon buried it uh, with 6.40 left to uh, give Union its two-goal lead back. Skate, off the glass, by
1: some feeds it to Hanley, back door.
0: Let's take a quick break here on the uh, podcast, the postgame edition of the Parting Shots podcast. We'll have interviews with uh, Union head coach Josh Housie and uh, goalie Connor Murphy, forward uh, Nate Hanley, and defenseman Cal Mel coming up here on the Parting Shots podcast. If you really want to know what's going on in your community, you have to read the Daily Gazette. We don't take a side. We're right down the middle, and we're going to get to the truth. Our reporters and photographers are out in the field bringing you updates every minute with trust, accuracy, and integrity. From the first page to the last page, independent, probing journalism. We're finding out what's going on in the community where nobody else is covering. It's who we are, it's what we do. Hi, this is Matt Dubray, the play-by-play voice of Union College Hockey. You're
1: listening to the Parting Shots Podcast Daily Gazette Sports Editor, Ken Shaw.
0: Welcome back to the podcast, uh, the post-game edition, as we uh, review Union's 3-1 victory over Yale at Mesa Rink on Friday night. And let's get the sound from uh, all of the important people involved in this game. Let's start with the uh, head coach of the Dutchman, Josh Halji. Josh, a nice bounce back win. The penalty kill was went back to normal here, 5-for-5 five, five five on it, and you uh, he held, he held Yale to under 20 shots on goal. So, man, how pleased are you with the, the bounce back and maybe no ill effects of what happened last Saturday?
1: Well, yeah, I'm really happy with the effort. Um, I thought, you know, we made a lot of good plays. Um, I thought we got a little sloppy in the third, which was disappointing when it was 2 nothing to give that one up. But overall, you know, pretty close to a, a full 60 minutes, and um, I thought it was a great bounce back from our guys.
0: How important was it to get the PK back to where it was pre Cornell? Because it was like 22 or 23. You said yeah. uh, you, you had killed before that uh, Cornell game. So how important to get back to basics and what did you do to adjust to uh, get back to where you were?
1: You know what? We didn't we didn't change a ton. Our, our structure for per, per practice this week was a little bit different. We kind of um, you know we usually do like full ice penalty kill and power play on Thursday. We did it on Wednesday to try to. You know, make it a little bit more intense. And then you know Thursday just came back with in-zone. But, I mean, overall, the, the structure in the system you know, it has been pretty successful. It was just – I mean, I, I don't want to say – like, Cornell did a lot of great things, but, like, it, it was just kind of one of the games where it went sideways, and I, I think it was kind of a one-off.
0: I thought the uh, – talk about the four checks in there. I thought it was relentless. I mean, they couldn't get the, out of the zone to even get into an offensive flow with the way you guys were pressuring
1: Yeah, I was really pleased with how aggressive we were on the forecheck. And then, you know, once they did move a puck, we just would get above them, and guys just, you know, no quit, just kept working. So, um, you know, (laughs) a ton of positives, you know, up and down the lineup with how hard the guys worked and, and proud of them.
0: Coach, how pleased were you that you were able to quickly erase what happened last Saturday and come out and have a performance like you guys did tonight?
1: It's one of those things that for, like, you know, two days you don't you don't want to check social media, you don't want to go online. It's it, it's tough, and um, but it, it's humbling. It, it makes you get back to work, and it, it makes you realize that it, it's not gonna everything's not gonna go exactly how you scripted it, and there's gonna be nights where things go sideways, but you're gonna be better from it in the end. And I think that's that's what the group did tonight. And I think you know, I, there's gonna be a lot more positives here as we keep building this. And
0: you got uh, one power play goal needed. It's uh, in the first period now first period. I mean, how important was that to, to get one like
1: that? Well, and I obviously it was a little bit of a mind block for us in the sense that, you know, Yale hadn't given up a goal in, in quite some time and, um, you know, the goalie was making some unbelievable saves and we felt like we had kind of controlled the first period so to be able to get one and, and actually be up one it just kind of gives you a little bit of a, a sigh of relief heading into the locker room.
0: What about the uh, tic-tac-toe goal there?
1: <laughs> that, I, was, I was really pleased with, you know, that line tonight. I thought they did an outstanding job. They, they possessed the puck. They there's a ton of skill on it, so it was it was pretty special.
0: Nate Hanley, you know, goal and assist tonight. I mean, he continues to you know, perform here. We you know we talked to him earlier this week about him. Uh, just can you remark any more
1: about him? I, I think he he might have a little chip on his shoulder that he wasn't one of the you know nominees for the Tim Taylor Award. I don't know if he'll say that or not, but like I, I think he's been one of the best you know first year players in college hockey. So um, you know, whatever gets him motivated and going, it will take.
0: How shocked were you there with 32 seconds left? Yale get the power play and Elaine doesn't pull the goaltender.
1: I, I didn't. Yeah, I, I was really surprised. I was expecting him to pull. Um, you know You still, you know, still have a chance. Um, I, I yeah, I'm gonna ask him why he didn't. I was just curious why he wouldn't. So I don't. I'm not really sure why he didn't.
0: I mean, it just appeared to me. That's, that's my, 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 I'm not putting words in your mouth. But it appeared to me that he basically said the game was over because you know Pearson's leaning back on the net there The uh, the play's going on so it just seemed kind of weird in this day and age when coaches are pulling goaltenders yeah. three four minutes left
1: yeah I, I was sort of expecting the pull of five minutes left so we'd kind of talked about it when there was the media timeout um and they had the power play and then they didn't um he, all he said to me in the handshake line was great game and it, it probably should have been a little bit worse um than it was so I, I appreciated that um but yeah, I was surprised that he didn't pull it. Um he's pretty intelligent, so I'm sure he has his reasons.
0: Yeah, we talked about six tack to-, to goal but how important was it to get that quickly after Yale score?
1: Yeah, so we, we sort sort of took our foot off the gas, had a sloppy breakout, um, turned the puck over and ends up in the back of our net and you've you've put all this effort in to make it two two nothing and then you give one up and they're right in the game. Um so it was extremely important for our guys just to get back to focus or just get back and be focused and and make a play and then I mean you're going to take whatever you get but that one was a highlight reel for sure. Coach we talked
0: uh, earlier this week about the importance of this series you come out and really set the tone tonight just how crucial is that with uh, again another big game waiting for tomorrow?
1: Yeah I think you know a lot of I think positive things happen for us around the league so this this is a huge game for us tomorrow and um, you know excited to get to work and and see what we can do but you know we we didn't, you know, come here just to get the one. Like, I mean, the whole point is you got to get both at home here, and this is a huge game for us tomorrow.
0: Up next are our three players, uh, goaltender Connor Murphy, uh, forward Nate Hanley, and defenseman Cal Mel. Guys, nice bounce back win after what happened last Saturday at Cornell. The uh, PK was especially you know, perfect tonight, 5-for-5 five five on it, uh, limiting Yale had four shots on those five power plays and just 16 shots overall. So how important was this game to get back to where you were pre uh, Cornell? Start with Connor.
2: Yeah, it was huge. I mean, obviously you look at the standings, everything's really tight with uh, with the teams that we're playing right now. So we knew it was a big game coming into it, and we needed to, uh, you know, to capture those three points. Um, in terms of the penalty kill, I think that was a real focus point for us in practice this week, and you know I think that. It really showed for us tonight, and we took a big step forward coming from Saturday. Cal? Yeah, on top of that, just after a loss like we had the previous weekend, it's always good just to kind of look back at the team and really find out what you are. Just get back to your habits and details. Nate? Special so teams are good. It's uh, good to bounce back. We dominated the whole game. Can
0: you talk about the tic-tac-toe goal there, Nate?
2: Yeah, it was a nice one. Top knocked it out of the air, sent it over, gave it to
0: Nixon. Cal, <laughs> okay, talk about Jericho. I mean, did you look up and see all that open ice and just drive the net at that point? Is that just kind of how you how you ended up where you were? I know it was
2: the
1: the power play one. Yeah. The power play one. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, saw, I saw that the fuck over here you and I got it right there. Right. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> there was nobody
0: near you. Did that just scream? You know, crashing it. Uh, based off
2: our film that we did on them, we saw that if we moved the puck over, it would create open lanes, and Wadi just put it right, right where it needed to be, and that was in a good spot. Just sent it upstairs not too hard, just got on that.
0: What was the um, difference with the penalty kill? What did you guys do in practice to get back to where you were pre-court when you guys were at the streak of 22 out of 23 kills?
2: Um, I think we just focused on like kind of what uh, Cal said, like our details. You know, I think managing our sticks and, you know, having them in the right spots and especially blocking shots as well. Um, You know, trying to just keep everything simple, I think, was the biggest thing for us. You know, I think in the Cornell game, we got caught a little bit outside, you know, running around a little bit, and they, you know, they made us pay for it. So I think just trying to kind of simplify everything and, you know, play the way that we know how to play and kind of helped us today.
0: Nate, you you'll get that goal there. You know, know, Josh describes it as it got a little sloppy there and Mm -hmm. bad breakout. How important was it to for you guys to get that goal, Josh's goal there, quickly uh, to restore the two-goal lead?
2: Yeah, I mean, they scored, made it 2-1,
0: it was good to go and back, just take the game out of reach a little. Were you guys shocked there with 32 seconds left that uh, Yale did not pull its goal tether for an extra attacker in on the power play?
2: Yeah. Yeah, definitely it
0: was a little bit surprising. I mean, obviously,
2: you know, trying to get back into a game, you'd think they'd want an extra attacker, but it's what
0: it is. You know, with the win tonight, uh, I think Clarkson lost, uh, RPI lost, uh, Brown beat him. So you guys are now in that home ice slap position here. And with Brown coming in tomorrow, I mean, how, how good was it to get this win tonight and, you know, getting ready to focus on Brown tomorrow afternoon? Yeah, it's it's definitely huge because, I mean, obviously it's coming down to the wire.
2: You know, playoffs aren't too far away. So, um, you know, all, all those teams are really tight in the standings, like I mentioned before. and um, You know, getting those points is definitely a big us. Cal? We we just have to control what we can control, which is bringing our effort, details, and
0: winning games. Nate?
2: <laughs> I'm going to come ready right and get the three points. <laughs>
0: Connor, you were kind of in the, the thick of uh, the football student section and just how much uh, in that first period, just how much did you guys feed off on that? And then obviously Cal gets you that early lead, which is so crucial in the first period. Just, you know, how how, how important was that overall first period?
2: Yeah, it was awesome. You know, it was obviously great to see a big student section like that. And, you know, props to them for coming out. I think that really helped us out a little bit, so... Um, yeah, it was definitely an exciting game, and you know they brought the energy for us. I think we we ran with it and you know started the, with an early lead.
0: My three stars of the game: I'll go number three, uh, Cal Mel getting the first goal of the game on a power play; number two, Connor Murphy with a 15-save effort and a nice bounce-back win for him after the uh, Cornell game; and the number one star, freshman center Nate Hanley with a goal and an assist. His goal in the second period was the game winner. So, how big was this win for uh, Union over Yale? Well, let's take. a look what happened around ECAC Hockey on Friday night and we'll begin in Troy where Jordan Tonelli scored twice including the uh, tie-breaking goal in this third period to give Brown a 3-2 victory over RPI, and what does that mean for Union? Well, Union entered Friday tied with RPI for 8th place at the final home ice slot for that East ACC hockey tournament sudden death first round game. Uh, RPI has the tiebreaker on Union uh, as far as uh, wins in regulation and overtime. Well, now you know, RPI is, falls out of that 8th spot and uh, actually fall to 10th place as uh, Union takes over sole possession of 8th uh, place and uh, they have a 1 point lead over Brown. Uh, Those two teams will play um, uh, Saturday at 4 o'clock. At Messerink, uh, Brown had beaten RP, uh, Union earlier this year, six to two. So we'll see how Union handles uh, the Bears. The Bears have always been a tough team for Union, no matter how good or how bad Union has been over the years. Union is just to point out a seventh place. Clarkson lost uh, to Quinnipiac three to nothing, and Union three points back of sixth place Princeton, which lost to Saint Lawrence six to two. So uh, Union's in good, pretty good shape here. If they can get a win. Uh, on Saturday, and uh, they could give give themselves a little bit of a cushion uh, going into the final two weekends of the regular season. Other finals, Cornell only scored three goals, and that was all they needed against uh, their travel partner Colgate, a 3-2 victory at Atlanta Rink. Those two teams will play again on Saturday. Uh, Harvard defeated Dartmouth six to three, and that's about it. Uh, and we've mentioned some of the other scores in ECAC hockey, so we, I think we're all covered pretty much at that point. So uh, we'll be back at it Saturday. Um, you, know, you can follow me on Twitter at Slapshots uh, with my uh, updates throughout the game Saturday afternoon against Brown. Of course, you'll um, get my coverage of the Friday's game against Yale right now if you're listening. It's uh, stories on uh, DailyGazette.com, and if you are a, sus- a subscriber. I hope Hope you are. And then be in the print edition when you get your paper on Saturday morning. Uh, well, hopefully we'll be back with another post-game edition of the podcast after the uh, game on Brown against Brown on Saturday. So I appreciate you listening. And if you have any questions or comments about the podcast, any questions or com- comments about Union Hockey or college hockey in general, you can email me at SHOT, that's S-C-H-O-T-T, at dailygazette.com. And as I said, you can follow me on Twitter at Slapshots. The views expressed in the Parting Shots podcast are not necessarily those of the Daily Gazette Company. The Parting Shots podcast is a production of the Daily Gazette Company. I'm Daily Gazette Sports Editor Ken Schott. Thanks for listening, and I'll catch you Saturday night. From Messer in Schenectady, New York, good night, good hockey.